The following podcast is brought to you by the Village Zendo. For more information, visit villagezendo.org. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gesho, for helping out this morning. We had a lot going on here at the Zendo. I knocked over the big cactus and there's sand all over the floor. And how do you pick up a cactus? And all of that was going on about five minutes before we began. <laughs> so I apologize. Uh, uh, also, uh, I know many of you know that my Dharma successor, uh, Shujin Roshi, uh, has passed from this life on Tuesday. Uh, and I will not be talking about him today because in the Zen tradition, we wait 49 days, uh, uh, a time of passage, of movement. And uh, at the end of the 49 days, I certainly will offer some words, uh, some Dharma words and uh, a Dharma talk about Shuzan's wonderful contributions. But for today, I think he would approve that instead I'm going to talk about Mother's Day. Because that's what's happening in this country uh, at this time. A kind of time that to acknowledge, uh, you know, uh, the unique quality of mothering, which I would say Shuzan embodied in his male spirit, in his martial arts, in his Zen teachings, the art of mothering. So you have to set aside your you know, objections to the commercialization uh, of relationship the tacky ads and the products, uh, the corny promotions. Uh, or on the other hand, the not good enough mother theories. Let's let those all drop away. Because it can be healing to appreciate what we've been given. How we've been nurtured and cared for by our mothers who were simply for the most part, young women who sometimes found themselves holding a cranky baby, uh, a stubborn two-year-old, or a very angry teenager. No matter what the circumstances, I think in a certain way, our mothers deserve our love and appreciation. But thinking about the role of mothering, uh, just to the role of mothering itself, uh, the function, it made me think about the miraculous power, uh, the soothing, the holding, the containing that a mother offers. You know, you think of a baby breathing at a mother's breast. These energies that we can associate with mothering, the holding, the patience, is also what we receive from our zazen, what we can receive from our meditation practice. If you could think of zazen as the mother that holds us, that allows us to calm ourselves, allows us to uh, return to the fullness of our own being. Like the one that gives birth 
In fact, Zazen can give us a new life. You know, Zazen, za meaning seated, and Zen meaning meditation or mind. Sounds a little intellectual and formal. Particularly nowadays when the term meditation is uh, can be used in so many different arenas that it's confusing. The ancient uh, Chinese masters, uh, Dogen tells us, we're talking about the Dharma gate of ease and joy. Samadhi. Have you experienced that samadhi? It's simply a quiet, deep, one-pointedness of mind. A feeling of everything being together. Together with all the attention points that are possible. Our many ideas of self, our many ideas of the world. But stopping, quieting, it's a little bit like a baby resting its head on the mother's breast. Chite, uh, the Tang Dynasty poet, uh, describes samadhi like this. Not going, not coming. Rooted, deep, and still. Not reaching out, not reaching in. Just resting at the center. A single jewel, the flawless crystal drop, is the blaze of its brilliance, the way beyond. I'm going to repeat that. This is Samadhi according to this Tang Dynasty poet, Shige. Not going, not coming, rooted, deep and still. Not reaching out, not reaching in. Just resting at the center. A single jewel, the flawless crystal drop. In the blaze of its brilliance, the way beyond. You know, this, this idea of not reaching, of, of simply sitting in that crystal clear moment, rooted. You know, Shite uh, evokes this quality of quiet and stillness, this lack of movement. There's no pressure to get anything. Single jewel, just as we are. Just this moment. It's concentration. A unifying, bringing together of all the elements of our being. Yesterday I was so uh, blessed to be able to uh, sit here at the Zendo. Uh, and we had a, a nice uh, group of people who joined us, both online and in person. Uh, just stopping together, 
and allowing ourselves to simply be that crystal drop. And that, that samadhi opens us up to what the poet here, Shide, calls the way beyond. I mean, what, is, what is that way beyond? Isn't it that moment of complete concentration? Of oneness, concentration, think of the word, concentrate, pulling together, bringing the desperate parts together into one. Brilliance of the way beyond. And, you know, that's just our life in reality. But somehow it can be confusing, this idea of oneness to be able to recognize our intimacy with everything, with the whole world. But we don't lose ourselves because that's the way we find ourselves. What is that finding of the true self? It isn't static, of course. But it is integration. I think that's what that crystal drop in the poem is about. It's the integration. That intimacy of being completely here and completely part of everything. And that's where I think our true nature really shows up for us. Stopping the incessant talking to ourselves and instead experiencing what is. When we allow ourselves to sit in the silence, to allow the mother, Samadhi, to hold us, to rest at the center of our being. So maybe that sounds pretty good to you. Maybe you're thinking, I'd like that. <laughs> Give me some of that. The minute we do that, it moves away from us. Because we set up an idea of allowing, instead of allowing ourselves to experience the samadhi, I want that over there. I want to get that. And then there's this separation. And of course, the way we learn to do this is to practice. But there's no it there, you know. That's what we forget. Sometimes we experience samadhi when we're sitting. And sometimes, and by the way, when we do, we don't know that. Because there's no knowing going on. We're just experiencing samadhi. There's no one taking notes. When we're in samadhi. So, what would it be like to stop thinking about what we're thinking? 
about our idea of zazen. And, and, and you just sit and breathe and allow ourselves to kind of just drop into that breath. The calming and resting to the heart of our practice. So, you know, in a way, of course, what we really are is a stream of thoughts and ideas and memories and feelings all swirling around, pushing against one another for our attention. And of course, that swirling creates these little eddies of rumination that pop up. Obsessive thinking. But if we stick with it, all that commotion stops. And we can breathe. And we can simply be in this moment mind in the midst of everything because that's who we truly are here's how Dogen describes uh, Samadhi elements come together and form this body at the time of appearing, elements appear. At the time of disappearing, elements disappear. When elements appear, I do not say I appear. When elements disappear, I do not say I disappear. Past moments and future moments do not arise sequentially. Past elements and future elements do not arise in alignment. This is the meaning of ocean mudra samadhi. So here he's really describing, you know, you're sitting in your zazen. Aware elements arise and come together and form this body. Moment to moment that is happening. And he says, at the time of appearing, elements appear. You know, when it's time to cough, you cough. At the time of disappearing, elements disappear. You're sitting, a thought arises, you recognize it, and it drops away. This is samadhi. It's not that samadhi is all this, but it's like an ocean, like a wave. When elements appear, I do not say I appear. When elements disappear, I do not say I disappear. So beautiful. Dogen's understanding. Past moments and future moments do not arrive sequentially. Do not arise in alignment, he says. It is like an ocean mudra samadhi. If we can experience ourselves, in that way, as a, oh yeah, there's these swirling clouds of thoughts or these swirling waves of thoughts. They 
they appear and they disappear. They come together and they fall away. There's no fixed position, nor do we need to be in a fixed position. Simply stop and sit still. Allow a quality of mind to be at rest that doesn't identify or try to control the elements that arise and drop away. You know, have you ever been scuba diving, just swimming underwater and seeing the seaweed go by? You don't have to do anything to it. You're just observing. This is the ocean mind samadhi that he talks about. And it sounds simple, but it's so hard to get off the wheel of thought. The grasping, the trying to attain, even to trying to attain something good like meditation or ocean mirror samadhi. It would be like a two-year-old running to mom. What does mother samadhi teach us? Can we trust your breath, trust our mind, allow those elements, those bits and pieces, those traces to just, just come and go like a wave in the water. And instead of fixating on them, just let them be, let them drop away as a wave drops away below our mind's eye. Just shift our breath to the next breath. The next tiniest fragment of time. Chite said, resting at the center, a single jewel, the flawless crystal drop. Resting at the center. No matter how short or long our life, we have an opportunity to sit in samadhi. And it's not important that we recognize it and we say, oh, yeah, I know at 10.02, I experienced samadhi from 10.02 to 10.07. That was really cool. We don't have to ever know. You don't have to know it. You just be it. This is what Dogen was saying. This is what Shite was saying. Experience it and, and let it go. Let me offer you a final verse. I encourage you to practice. Continue to practice and you know, let go of the labels. Let go of the goals. Just practice every day. Just do it. Here's my verse. Thank you, Mother Samadhi. Thank you for the quiet, the space, the holding that lets go, the going that stays still. Like a mother, you soothe. Like a mother, you inspire.
gratitude despite the challenge. <laughs>